It's the old radio comedy podcast. Welcome to episode 90 of the old radio comedy podcast, where we celebrate the classic comedy shows from the golden age of radio. And one of those classic shows is Meet Corliss Archer which feature the day-to-day adventures of the suburban Archer family, and particularly their teenage daughter Corliss and her annoying boyfriend Dexter. Other characters were Corliss's lawyer father Harry, her mother Janet, Corliss's friend Mildred, Mildred's young brother Raymond, and Corliss's rival Betty. Most of the main characters on the show were voiced by multiple actors throughout the show's run, which ran from 1943 to 1956. It also ran on television from 1951 to 1955. Sit back and relax for the November 7th, 1952 broadcast of Meet Corliss Archer. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Now, meet Corliss Archer. Good morning, Mom. Morning, Daddy. Good morning. Good morning, Corliss. Sit down. Breakfast is on. Sorry I'm late. I guess I overslept a little. Mmm, I was having the most wonderful dream about Dexter. What a revolting way to spend the night. <laughs> oh, Daddy, stop. It was beautiful. We seemed to be on a lovely, sun-swept hillside in a field of flowers. Dexter was coming toward me in my dream. I could see his face coming closer and closer and closer. And then I woke up. Screaming? <laughs> Corliss, I think it was a lovely dream, but isn't that overdoing it a bit? To think of Dexter all day and then dream about him at night? Mm, I just can't see him enough. I just can't see him, period. <laughs> oh, Daddy, please. I think I'm very lucky to have Dexter living so close to us. Just think. The man I was fated for right next door. Where else could I have found anything like Dexter? Simple. Just look under any rock. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Don't pay any attention to him, Corliss. He's just teasing you. I think it's wonderful that Dexter lives next door. Oh, it is. It means that I can see him just about the first thing each morning and the last thing each night. That's right. Of course, I used to see him even laster each night. Laster? I mean, before that old tree by the driveway got so big that the branches came between our windows. Remember how we used to talk to each other every night and make our plans for the next day? It was so romantic. Good morning, everybody. We'd... Oh, hi, Dexter. Good morning, Dexter. Boy, it's kind of nippy out this morning. There's frost on the grass. Really? Yeah. I just saw two worms stick their noses up out of the ground. The first worm said to the second, Boy, is my nose cold. How's yours? And the second worm said, Don't ask me, I'm your other end. (laughs) (laughs) 
Oh, brother, what a wormy joke to interrupt a conversation with. Oh, uh, was I interrupting? I'm sorry, Mr. Archer. What were you talking about? Oh, we were talking about that tree in the yard. Oh, that old thing. That's a pain in the neck. Remember how much fun we used to have talking from our bedrooms at night before the branches grew between our windows? That's exactly what I was just saying. Wow, great minds running the same channel. Dexter, your mind needs a channel with all the water on your brain. <laughs> oh, I'm not so dumb, Mr. Archer. I'm getting pretty smart. Last night before I went to sleep, I said, well, tomorrow is another day. And you know what? What? When I got up this morning, it was. <laughs> Dexter, please, let's start this day out right. Let's promise not to Hi, tell any... Folks. May I come in? Oh, hello, oh, Mary. Hi, Franklin. Well, how nice to see you, son. You're hardly ever home. You're always over here. And, Mary, anytime you want to take his place, we'll swap him even. Oh. <laughs> well, come on, kids. I'll drop you at school on my way to the office. Okay. Oh, that's right. Bye, Mom. Shall Bye, I'm Mrs. Folks. Franklin. Oh, uh, you know, that's a real live doll, your husband. Anytime you get tired of him, Janet, send him over next door. Oh, I think I'll keep him for a while yet. Well, even if you did cut him loose, I don't guess he'd drift my way. He'd want something quite a bit younger. Oh, Mary, stop talking like an old woman. You're still a spring chicken. Mm, yeah, but my springs are starting to squeak. <laughs> <laughs> See, Janet... Janet, is it just my imagination, or is this room darker than it used to be? Oh, much darker. It just doesn't get any sun anymore. Ever since that tree by the driveway got so big. Oh, well, it seems a shame. For heaven's sake, what in the world was that? The tree. Harry backed into it again. <laughs> oh, there goes another fender. Well, how often does he do that? Well, I'd say twice a month is par for the course. Twice a month? Janet, how can he be so careless? Oh, Harry doesn't think he's careless. I know the first thing he'll say when he comes home tonight. What? I'm a very careful driver. It wasn't my fault. I'm a very careful driver. It wasn't my fault. Of course it wasn't, Mr. Archer. The tree just reached over and grabbed the fender. Oh, be quiet, Dexter. <laughs> that doggone tree's in a ridiculous place. It seems to me that... See who that is. Oh, sure. Yes, sir? Howdy, bub. Your name Archer? No, my name is Franklin. Someday I'm going to be Mr. Corliss Archer. But right now, my name oh, is Franklin. Oh, stop it, Dick. <laughs> I'm Mr. Archer. You want to see me, sir? Yep. Won't you come in? Yep. Uh, Higgins is the name, Mr. Archer. Gee, I don't know as we ever met, but uh, it seems to me I used to know some archers in, uh, say, Topeka, no, Dallas, no. Excuse uh, me. <clears throat> it's almost time for our dinner, and we, uh, <laughs> you understand. Oh, yep, sure do, yep. Well, to make it short, Mr. Archer, I'm in the city park department. You can have more fun in the city park. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Archer, uh, I've had a very hard day. I find him here every time I come home. Believe me, Mr. Higgins, that's a fate worse than death. Yep. Hey, now, Mr. Archer, the long and short of it is you've got a sick tree on your property. I have? Yep. That oak with the driveway is mighty sick. If that oak is sick, 
It must have lumbago. <laughs> I'm sorry, Mr. Higgins. You can see how it is. Yep, once I had the seven-year itch. <laughs> now, uh, about this here tree, Mr. Archer, it's pretty doggone serious. Apt to infect all the other trees on this street. Reckon you'll have to do something about it. Well, what can I do? Well, you could get somebody to cure it up. You mean a tree surgeon? Yep. And pay him for it? Yep. Pay him to cure that old pest of a tree? Yep. Unless you want us to cut it down for free. Yep. Yeah, I mean, yes. <laughs> yes, cut it down. What do the rest of you say? Cut it down. Oh, I was wondering. Huh? I knew the Bailey's cat couldn't be having kittens again. <laughs> oh, Mom. Be right out, Dexter. Hi, Dex. Hey, look what I found, a horseshoe. Oh, golly, that's wonderful. That means good luck. Oh, listen, where are you going to hang it? Well, um, how about if I hang it right here on the tree? Then it can be good luck for both of us. All right, swell. Then we can always touch it at... Dexter... This tree won't be here in a couple of days. Hey, that's right. And thank goodness for that. It's just in the way. That's right. Though, of course, we used to have fun in it. That's right. But I agree with Daddy. It's got to go. That's... Gosh, will you please make up your mind? Golly, when, when you stop to think of it, we spent a lot of time around this tree. I'll say. All the memories. We've talked under this tree and sung and done homework and... Had barbecues for the gang. And remember when I carved our initials here? Look, you can still, still see them. Oh, we were, we were practically babies then. Golly, that was a long time ago. I'll say. Holy cow, that was way back in 1950. <laughs> Gosh, I never thought we'd outlive this tree. I mean, well, I mean, I always so thought... So did I. I always thought someday we'd be married out here. And, Dex, we mustn't let him cut it down. We mustn't? We can't. This tree is part of us. Its roots go right down into our lives. They do? We've got to find a way to save it. Won't you? Me? You're the only one I can count on. Oh, please. For my sake, think of our roots. Great. <laughs> you start fooling around with roots and all of a sudden I'm out on a limb. <laughs> Breaking leaves again? <laughs> As usual. Harry, I wish you'd train this tree of yours to drop its leaves on your property, not mine. Oh, that won't be bothering you much longer. The park department says it's got the bots or something. What? <laughs> They're going to cut it down, and good riddance. Good riddance is right. Woodman, tear down that tree. <laughs> Say, I'm glad you feel that way about it, Bill. I meant to ask you before they did it, of course. You know, just in case you might want it to stay. Who, me? What for? Not on your life. Well, fine. Not that we won't miss it, of course. We've chewed a lot of fat under this tree, you and I. I guess we'll have to find some other shady spot, huh? Oh, that's simple, Bill. We can sit on my porch. It's always nice and cool and shady there. Well, a cool porch and a cold drink and... Say, you know something? What? 
If the street comes down, my porch won't have any shave. It'll be a hot box. Oh, don't worry about that. Your porch will be cooled by the breezes blowing through the holes in Dexter's head. <laughs> Is that supposed to be funny? Oh, I was just kidding, Bill. You know the way. I, I know the way you're always picking on my boy. Oh, Bill, take it easy. Where's your sense of humor? I'll match my sense of humor with yours any day, but you don't hear me making any so-called funny jokes about Corliss. Oh, well, now there's a difference between Corliss and Dexter. After all, my daughter... Your is daughter a... is an overbearing, bossy little kid, and you know it. Oh, now, just a minute. I flatter myself that I know how to bring up children, uh, and I think... You couldn't I... bring up water out of a well. <laughs> you're too opinionated and too stubborn to bring up children properly. Who's stubborn? Why, you're as stubborn as a mule. Yeah, look who's talking. The last time I saw anything like you was at a children's party, and we pinned a tail on it. <laughs> If I were you, I wouldn't start talking about personal appearances, you... you blooming bloated blimp. Why, you... I just look stout when I stand next to you, you bag of bones. <laughs> you always look as though you've been up all night starving yourself. Look at those bloodshot eyes. I... Take my advice. Close your eyes before you bleed to death. <laughs> ha, ha, ha. Very funny. I don't know how your wife stands the sight of you. If I were your wife... Keep I... my wife out of this. Okay, I'll keep you out of this, too. Out of my yard. Go on, you got your foot a good six inches over the property line. Go on, move. With pleasure. I'll get off so fast that you Hi, won't know... Hi, Daddy. Hello, Mr. Franklin. Hi, man. Listen, Daddy, I've changed my mind about Wallace, having... please, don't bother me now. Oh, some parent, a fine, understanding way to talk to your child. Listen, Pop, I... Shut up, Dexter. <laughs> Now, listen here, Harry Archer. I... I'm tired of listening to you. And get this straight. If only to spite you, this tree is definitely and positively coming down. Goodbye. Goodbye. And if I ever speak to you again, may I lose all my teeth. Great. That's the only way you'll ever lose any weight. Goodbye. <laughs> Golly. Holy cow. You want to know something, Corliss? What? I may be wrong, but I think they're angry. Holy cow, Corliss, is my father ever sore at your father? Still? Well, he's not being very still. He keeps hollering that your father is a mule-headed, hatchet-faced knuckle noodle. And Daddy keeps saying your father is a pig-headed, balloon-bellied bird brain. You know, it's lucky they're such good friends or they might be insulted. <laughs> well, I, I sure hope they calm down and make up. Yeah, before it's too late. This could turn out to be real serious. I mean, for us. How do you figure? Well, if they keep on having a feud, your father might forbid me to marry you. Golly! Holy cow, if I can't marry you, I'm not going to marry anybody. Of course not! And then who'll be the mother of my children? <laughs> oh, it's all on account of that old tree. If we could just get Daddy not to cut it down. Yeah, but how? Gosh, your father's a great guy and all that, but you know how he is when he gets into one of these moods. Nobody can do anything with him. Dexter. Yes? Who can't do anything with him? <laughs> Really, Mary, what is the matter with those men? I know what's the matter with those men, Janet. 
They're suffering from a horrible ailment, and it's incurable. What? They're men. Oh. <laughs> well, of course, they will make up in time, no, but... I don't know. This fight could be different, Janet. How do you mean? Well, once that tree's down, it's down. There'll be no putting it up again. No. No, and there's... Well, there's something so final about it, so unchangeable. Every time they look at where that tree used to be, it might make them angry all over again. Why, it could break up their friendship for good and ever. Yes, I suppose it could. Oh, if we could only talk Harry into letting it stay. Oh, I love that man of yours, but sometimes I'd like to strangle him. He can be so stubborn that you just can't do anything with him. Mary. Yeah? Who can't do anything with him? <laughs> Now, remember, Dexter, I can handle Daddy, but you've got to help me. Okay, Corliss. As the adding machine said to the bookkeeper, you can count on me. <laughs> oh, Dexter, stop joking. This is serious. Oh, it's a... I'm home. Oh, good evening, kids. Hello, Daddy, darling. Welcome home, Daddy, darling. Uh-huh. <laughs> Glad to see you, Mr. Archer, darling. What? <laughs> Dexter, don't overdo it uh, Here, Daddy, darling Sit down and relax after your hard day at the office Will someone please tell me what... what can I do for you, Daddy, darling? Do you want your slippers? Or the newspaper? Or your pie? How about a bologna sandwich? <laughs> Look, what goes on? How come all this loving attention? Merely because I love you, Daddy, darling well, I love you too, Corliss, but You I... do? Do what? Love me. Well, of course, but How still... much? Very much. Oh, because... I knew it. I knew it, Daddy. I knew it. You do love me, and you want me to be happy, don't you? Why, sure. You want my life to be beautiful? Yes. You always have my happiness at heart? Yes. You'd do anything for me that you could? Yes. You'll tell the man not to cut down that tree. No. <laughs> Feel like going to a movie tonight, Janet? Janet? Hmm? Would you like to go to a movie? Oh. Oh, no, thanks. I'm reading. Oh. <laughs> huh? Oh. Uh... <sighs> oh. All right, all right. What are you reading? <laughs> oh, just our photograph album. Oh. Here's the first picture of you and me after we moved into this house. It was taken outside, under the tree. And here's Corliss's first picture, lying in her carriage, under the tree. <laughs> and here's the one we took the first day she walked. Under the tree. <laughs> no, this was taken in the backyard. <clears throat> but, um, I must say, that tree has been our favorite background. We've got a picture history of Corliss's whole life here. Oh, it seems a pity we won't be able to continue the series. Why not? They're chopping down the tree. They're not chopping down Corliss. <laughs> well, but Harry, the pictures won't be the same. Nonsense. A picture is a picture, isn't it? Well, all right, dear. Don't get excited. I'm not getting excited. I'm just saying that All right, no... Harry, relax. 
For heaven's sake, Janet, why do we have to keep talking about that tree? Well, I'm sorry, dear. Mm. I know it's a beautiful tree. I like that tree as much as anybody. I, I mean, I... What? Well, I mean, it seems to... Uh, oh, you're a woman. You wouldn't understand. Wouldn't understand what? That there's a matter of principle involved here. Oh, but dear, you do admit you like the tree. Well, sure. And it is sort of woven into our lives. Sure. And you'd miss it if they cut it down. Sure. So you'll change your mind and let it stay. Absolutely not. <laughs> Holy cow, Corliss, do you realize what we've done? We've promised that tree doctor our entire allowances for the next four months. Dexter, it's worth it to save the tree. But four months without money. I'd rather go four months without breathing. Holy cow, what a prospect. I'd do anything to avoid it, anything. You could get a job. Oh, well, now, let's not get fantastic. <laughs> hey, look, look, Corliss, I... Say... There's a car just stopped in front of your house. Isn't that... Oh, golly, it's that Mr. Higgins. Come on, Dexter, hurry up. Uh, Mr. Higgins! Mr. Higgins! Well, howdy, miss. Hi, Mr. Higgins. How's the tree business? Everything oak? <laughs> oak. O-A-K. You get it? This is an oak tree, isn't it? Yep. You can tell by the nut under it. <laughs> now, just stand back, bud. I've got to Oh, get... Mr. Higgins! Mr. Higgins, wait. We've just come from the doctor. Yeah, he's going to cure this tree. Yes, so you can put away that axe. Oh, you changed your mind, huh? Yes, so you won't well, have to bother... I'm afraid it's a little late for that. Huh? I got my official orders right here. Cut down this tree today, they say. And orders is orders. Oh, but you can't. You just can't. I'm sorry, miss. I'm going to... But... Dexter, don't just stand there. Do something. Oh, me? Dexter, please. Don't let him do something. Do something. Well, now you listen to me, Higgins. Now, I don't want to have to get tough, but if you lay one finger on this tree, somebody around here is going to be awfully sorry. Oh, yeah? Who? Me. <laughs> oh, Mr. Higgins, can't you, you just You heard me, bub. Orders is orders. And my orders oh, say for me oh, to... Mom, to... Mom, come here quick. Hurry, please. Mom, he wants to cut down the tree oh, and we... Just a minute, Corliss. Mr. Higgins, I'm so glad I caught you. I, I just this minute got off the phone and I've arranged for a tree surgeon to cure the tree. Huh? Looks like you're barking up the wrong tree. <laughs> well, Mrs. Archer, I sure would like to oblige you, but, uh, but I can't. Uh, I'm afraid I just got to cut this tree down. Well, but why? I can tell you, Mom... Orders is orders. Corliss, I'm surprised at you. Orders are orders. That's exactly what I've been saying. But you can't. You can't. Oh, don't let him up. Well, Corliss, I don't know what I can do. I thought I could just tell him not to. Oh, and... wait. There, there's Daddy. He'll know what to do. Daddy! Daddy! What's the trouble, baby? You look like you... Oh, good afternoon, Mr. Higgins. Good. <laughs> Harry, Mr. Higgins wants to cut the tree down And I've arranged to pay for having it cured So have I So have I All that money being spent on this tree Looks like it's going to be the richest tree in the woodpile Oh, I think we can straighten this out As a matter of fact, Mr. Higgins, I've changed my mind, too I'm going to have that tree cured myself So, uh, well, you heard what the lady said And you know the old saying Never argue with a woman Why not? 
Uh, we seem to be getting away from the point. Well, the point is, I got my official orders, and I can't change them just in your say-so. Orders is orders. Oh, Harry. I'm sorry, Janet. It's all my fault. Oh, Daddy, I... This is a happy-looking little gathering. Oh, Bill, please don't joke about it. I'm not joking about it, Janet, but this stubborn husband of yours... You keep my wife's husband out of this. <laughs> As I was saying, I've been taking this thing very seriously, seriously enough to examine the deed to my property. And this tree is on my side of the line. What? Yes, sir. It's my tree, not yours. And what are you going to do about it? Well, nothing. It's too late to do anything. Oh, it is. Well, take a look at this. What's that? A little document from the park department, countermanding your order to cut the tree down. Huh? Let me see that, mister. Yeah, here you are, sir. Hmm. This order looks okay to me. You mean you're not going to cut the tree down? No, sirree, Mr. Archer. Orders is orders. Well, <laughs> great. That's just great. Huh? Well, this was supposed to make you miserable. What do you mean? Miserable. I didn't want the tree come down. You didn't? No. Then what have we been fighting about? Well, I don't know. <laughs> Maybe it's because we're just a couple of dopes. <laughs> <laughs> a couple of real idiots, huh? <laughs> <laughs> hey, we're nuts. <laughs> <laughs> Meet Corliss Archer is presented each week at this time through the facilities of the United States Armed Forces Radio and Television Service. That was the episode, The Old Oak Tree, from Meet Corliss Archer. I hope you enjoyed it. Tap the links in our show's description page on your podcast app to visit our webpage or email us. If you'd like to suggest a show for a future episode, or just leave a comment about the podcast. I hope everyone is having a great October so far. And I hope you all tune in next time for another classic comedy radio show right here on the Old Radio Comedy Podcast. I'm Greg Fordyce. Thanks for listening. La, 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 la,